Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, how good's a roast trinity? If you are a Collingwood supporter out there, eat shit. Fucking cop that! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh shit, he went Super Saiyan. Oh my god. Sean, this roast is juicy. Oh yeah. Uh, just so you know, Dusha, at three quarter time. Yep. Right. So three quarter time in the Anzac Day clash. Yeah. I got a message from the big man. I'm firing the oven up. Oh! oh. I think Essendon were fucking. We went down at three quarter time. Yeah. He Terrence believed. believed. He absolutely uh, believed. I messaged you in the fourth quarter when Essendon were 18 points up and I said, I want to go on record and I want you both to know that I am not comfortable, nah, not confident. I respect it. Yeah. And I understand it. Um, I get it, man. You don't get it, Tom. Tom. No, no, watching Essendon. I understand. Oh, oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. fair enough. That's absolutely fair enough. Yeah. Uh, we're, fuck it. Let's just jump straight into the fixture, but let's do it backwards because what happened on. Friday night. Oh, actually, that game was pretty hectic. Oh, well, who cares? We'll go back to that later. <laughs> um, Sunday, last game of the round was Port Adelaide take on St. Kilda. And St. Kilda, the, as the commentators very bravely said uh, in the second quarter, St. Kilda are putting up a fight today. I don't think they're going to get blown away. They got blown away. Yeah, they, they died. They nearly did. Um, Stephen Modlop uh, killed them, which is an indictment on their football club. I will say, though, uh, it's not quite a who cares cup. Well, that's what it is. But... Uh, if you're a St. Kilda supporter, at least you can be charged up by Jack Higgins kicking the biggest ass goal of all time. And then uh, I think one of his teammates may have slapped him on the ass, but too hard afterwards because he was a cut back to him and he was holding his ass and it looked like he just pulled the goal out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when it happened, you were like, it was the most ass goal ever. He didn't even bother to celebrate. He didn't celebrate. Were they already getting smashed? Uh, no, it was the first goal of the game. Oh, okay. He wow. kicked the first goal of the game from the boundary line. The commentators said, not all snags are born equal. That's true. And wow. That's a good commentary line. You've got to fire up, though. Yeah, yeah. he was just like... At Adelaide Oval, first goal, fire up. Ports, um, that's Ports, why they lost. Port saw that and went, 
oh, they don't want it, and yeah. then ran over the top of them. Um, I will say that the rest of the St. Kilda team definitely celebrated the goal. It was just Jack Higgins was uh, like, well. Humble. Yeah, humble. Yeah. Anyway. Respect. Port Adelaide is scary. Port Adelaide are scary. Yeah. And um, everyone's, the players out. Everyone's frothing over Melbourne and the Bulldogs. Port Adelaide's just like, just getting it done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Just quietly going about it. Yeah. Uh, so, there was another game on Anzac Day. And that game was Essendon took on Collingwood. <laughs> I don't know if you heard much about it. What happened in it? Uh, well, first of all, Collingwood came out firing, and kicked the first three goals of the game. Mm. Very quickly. Yeah. Scary quickly. Yeah. Huge crowd. F- fucking up. Also. Biggest crowd we, since COVID. Biggest crowd anywhere in the world since yeah. COVID. 70-something thousand. 78,000. You loved that international coverage. Mm. Ugh, let me tell you. I fucking loved it. Yeah. I didn't love the first, I reckon, five minutes of the game where Colin would kick three straight and I did a big piss and a yep. big shit in my pants. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I tell you what, I was very thirsty immediately. And then Essendon lifted pretty quickly. Um, we had a, and that was really frustrating straight off the bat as well because one thing that was happening in this game was Essendon had a lot of the ball, but Collingwood were if they were getting the ball inside 50, they were doing something with it immediately. Where Essendon, because our forward line is all chaos all the time, yeah, we may clear the ball, it gets into our forward, we did nothing with it. Or yeah. it's stuck there for a bit. Or alternatively, we just kicked it behind. No, like, real shit behinds, but, like, when Collingwood are kicking, like, fucking four goals, one, well, eight goals, one to half time, and then Essendon have kicked eight, seven, you're like, oh, maybe being wasteful is going to fuck them here. Yeah, It, it, did, it did not, no. Tell you what, there was one man playing. There was there was a lot of men playing for Essendon who were doing their fucking job. But Darcy Parrish, the fuck has this been all your career, mate? Well, it's well, because, it's because him playing him as a high, yeah. high half forward and he's an inside mid. Yeah. Come on, Wusha. Fuck. Wusha, don't worry about it. Truck is all over it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's only there because Shield's come out. about, yeah, because yeah. of injury. Yeah, but now. Good luck, Shield. Yeah, Where are you going to play? What do you think? Shield comes back in. Sean. Jesus. Shield comes back in, yeah. and and he's a midfielder. Yes. So, who do you move? McGrath probably goes to half back again because uh, if you put Parrish uh, forward, keep him in. Well, then who moves? I don't know. Send someone to the wing. Merritt, Shield, Shield to the wing. Whatever. Parrish is a fucking pig. Keep Par- him in there. Parrish is <laughs> huge. Keep him at the trough, mate. Loves it. Forty-two touches, two, two goals, goals. Oh. nine scoring assists. He's in my fantasy team. I was delighted. <laughs> <laughs> nine got- nine clearances as well, Sean. Yeah, One hundred forty-two points. I'll tell you what, mm. I felt every <laughs> single one of them. Anzac Day medal. Yeah, good on him. Good I on mean, him. Because that – It was a tough one because – Tipper it, Tipper was <laughs> sniffing. <laughs> if Tipper had to kick one more goal and Parrish hadn't have kicked that second, Tipper – six goals probably wins it. Yeah. Five goals versus one goal and 42 touches. Almost. Two goals and 42 touches. No, I know, but oh, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. yeah, like if Parrish doesn't kick that last goal – Kicking that last goal that was absolutely fucked was kind of the sealer and it was – Unreal, and then he just kept going. Yeah. Also with Tipper, you're kind of like, yeah, we know, we know you can do that. But with Parish, it's like, oh, big boy has arrived. Yeah. Uh, every single one of Tipper's goals was fucked. Imagine yep. Parish is putting that out every week. Not forty, but like, what if he's getting thirty touches every week now? Well, he. Conf- what if he's com- like, you know, when Tom Hawkins just sort of like plodded along and then had a huge grand final. Yep. And then his confidence has never dropped ever again. No. What if it's Parish? <laughs> What if next week it's just like, nah, I'm going to win the brown though. D. Paris, three votes. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Jesus. There's a lot of and, and. Has that always happened? Can I say Gil's you know, going to. Whenever there's a, a game that has a medal, 
the umpires usually give three because how could you not be influenced by that? You know, uh, umpires don't look at stats when they do the Brownlow. Yeah, but they walk off and they do the votes, and surely they're like, well, Darcy Parish won the medal. Let's just go through. Sometimes, sometimes not always. Because sometimes the medal winner is someone like a little bit random. Like yeah, it right. might be a defender, and they're like, no, nah, we thought it was this person. Yeah, fair enough. Or like you have a an, a, a decent player who just missed out, but they're mm-hmm. on the losing side. But they're like, yeah. mm, it doesn't matter. They, you know. Getting like three votes to a losing side is fucked. Yeah. The most interesting thing, it, it's happened though. I, I reckon no. Parrish has had a couple of best on grounds now. I reckon he has too. I reckon he absolutely has too. I feel like he got. He had a huge game against Sydney, I think. I think, yeah. Um, and I think he was a vital part of blowing St. Kilda away. I think so too. I, I think it was yeah, the St. Kilda one. He had 34 touches and laid two tackles. Oh, yeah. That's something that Essendon fucking did that made me. So happy. We laid so many inside forward tackles. Yeah. Like, Tipper kicked five goals, but I think had six tackles or something fucked. I think he uh, had 22 inside 50 tackles. Yeah. That's, which would be more than you've had in, a, like, a month. That's yeah. insane. That is absolutely insane. Um, Yeah, they were just – they were good, mate. They, it looked – I was worried for you. Oh, yeah. Ridley going down and then the only other intercept marker in the side in France is also going down in the game. It was scary. It was terrifying. But – we lifted. And yeah, so Tipper kicked five goals. First one was from a rundown tackle inside forward 50. Free kick, holding the ball, threaded it. The other four, crumbs. Just how do he put his foot there? Boys, number one tackling team in the competition. Essen Bombers. Woohoo! Um, Love the chaos. By a juicy amount. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like. 22? <laughs> no, nah, they're like five tackles clear of any other team. Jeez. Per game. Yeah. So, you know, that's it's, it's significant. Yeah. Well, because we're quick and chaotic, and fucking Nick Cox also looks like he is ready to fucking explode. Nick, His Nick first Cox, half was enormous. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing about Cox that's insane is he's playing on the wing. He's two hundred centimeters tall. Yeah, he's quick. Yeah, he can go inside. But he's then going the, everywhere. He was playing on the wing at one point. He was playing on Darcy Moore. Yeah. I think in the back line. Yeah, um, he plays in the ruck. And this is the thing: if he's playing on the wing, he's normally going to be playing on like a smaller winger. He'll kill them. Absolutely kill him. Also, he doesn't have that young player thing where he looks like he's shitting himself. No. no. He just looks comfortable. Archie Perkins is going to be fucking good too. Oh. Yeah. GG, you're excited. Yeah. I was listening to radio today and all the Bombers people calling up were just absolutely frothing. They oh. haven't been this happy in 10 years. I tell you what, if we beat Carlton this week, the lid- Are you going? Yeah, uh, go. I think so. If you can, go. My I, So, cleared my schedule. Oh. Um, but yeah, like Stringer fucking laid eight tackles. Like- well, that's a, that's fucked. He looks like a psycho. <laughs> he does. I said to Tom, I don't know if this was in our group chat or just me and Tom. I was just like, Tom, it was after Stringer did something cooked, so yeah. I didn't want to deflate you. So I was just like, Tom, I just need to put this out there. I fucking hate the cunt. Yeah, yeah, that's and then fair. Tom was like, Sean, he's absolutely a cunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah. He, he sucks. And, Good for the team, though. Him and Hooker, I reckon, almost punched on at one point because Hooker took a set shot from like 60 metres out and Barely made the distance, but Stringer was like just in the goal square hungry. I don't notice from Stringer twice in the game. Once he thinks he should have got a free. Loves to watch himself on the big screen. Oh, yeah. There's another time I think he kicked a goal. Yeah. And as he's walking back to the center for the bounce, just watching his work. Just loves yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, they called him in the commentary uh, the jumbo. Sc- uh, they called him like a jumbo screen something. Like he mm-hmm. loves it. Yeah. The thing I love about Stringer, the, the big piece of shit, is the way Truck is playing it. He's almost going to every second center bounce and then immediately running forward. Yep. And it means that a midfielder has to defend him. 
He's doing that Dustin Martin thing where it's like he doesn't need to be accountable. I think they're like yeah. the type of player is they're like we're fine if you're just 100% attack. Sometimes yeah. it's not going to work, but when it does, magic time. Yeah. Chad um, Wingard used to do a similar thing at Port where he'd start at the back of the square and the center bounce and he'd just run through. Well, because yeah. that's the thing with Stringer. Like it takes like two fellas to take him down because yeah. if he's running, you can try – like obviously if you land a tackle on him, you're going to land a tackle on him, but he can shrug it for long enough to get rid of the ball. Yep. So you almost need like two people to stop him. And he has a unquantifiable quality, which is that he's a huge cunt. Oh, <laughs> a big cunt. Yeah. You can't you can't defend. He's a wrecking that. ball. Doesn't yeah. care who gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Andrew Phillips, good to see him back in the side, kicked a goal. Yep. I he just seems like such a nice man. He does. I reckon him and Darcy Parrish just get along really well. Mm. I hope he gets along with Francis because they look the same. <laughs> they do look the yeah. same. I hope brothers. they play pranks around the club. Yeah, pretend, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a meeting that. with Aaron. Yeah, sure. I'm Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um, I realised that uh, Harry Jones looks exactly like Paul Dano. That was a pretty good <laughs> He really does. Looks like they stretched him out. Yeah. yeah um, and, yeah, there's just a lot going on. Um, speaking of looking at yourself on the big screen, uh, Phillips gave away a, f- a very soft free kick. Oh. And... Um, he wasn't giving the umpire <laughs> oh, yeah. anything, but he was setting up for the mark and just like watching the replay. And the, you heard that, like you hear the crowd boo because it was like not really a free kick. And he just like, oh, he's, he was more like, <laughs> 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 but he didn't say anything. He was just like, I don't know about that umpire. Yeah. You can tell most- he wanted to say to the umpire, when you watch the replay, you will shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up. But he was just, he was just like, he wasn't angry. He was just yeah. like, uh, oh well, it yeah. happens. Good on him. You know what else also happens? Sometimes Collingwood Football Club get the steel side bottom throws the ball fucking 30 meters mm. and it's not paid a free kick and that results in an easy goal for Collingwood. Yeah. Yeah. And then they immediately follow it up with a very soft 50. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't through. used to the ball. It's one that he's never tried before. <laughs> Grub of a bloke. Grub of a club. They're now one in five. It's, you love to see it. It's, it's quite possibly... The most beautiful thing. If boys, I think yeah, last year we, just, we very openly declared war on Collingwood. Yes, and we won. Maybe even the year before. I can't remember. But um, we're winning. We're winning so comfortably. It's just. I just want to just quickly just on that. So yeah, then there was a f- soft fifty through a protected zone. Um, Collingwood got another goal from that. So two goals very quickly. But I'm hearing that Tipper, the ball went out of bounds. But it's weird because when the ball goes out of bounds, the umpire blows the whistle and there's a throw in. Mm. But instead, Tipper kicked a goal. So I guess it must have been in. Also, how much did you win by again, Joel? Uh, we won by 24 points. Oh, so that goal would have only made it three goals. So, uh, Which would still... And, and Collingwood... Sliding, sliding doors. You hit the lead at the start of the fourth quarter. It's true. Collingwood just... I don't know. Look, Collingwood were in the lead at three-quarter time. No, but at the start of the last quarter, kick the first goal. You watch Collingwood play and you just shake your head at the list management. The yeah. fact that they're taking the best defender in the AFL and playing him as a forward because they have failed to recruit a forward for... However many because years. they keep picking midfielders and then trading yeah. them out. Pathetic. Um, they are the fantasy coach who's stacked the midfield and then gone, oh, shit, we don't have a forward line. Yep. Uh, Isaac Quainall should leave and come somewhere else. Anyone, get out, get any, out all the Anyone there good. who's talented and not a cunt should go anywhere yep. else. Uh, also, sorry, I was wrong. Essendon were up at three-quarter time. The Collingwood kicked the first goal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I shit myself again. Um, speaking of shitting themselves, let's move on to the previous game. This game had big who cares cup vibes and then had one of the most cooked results and weirdest storylines to come out of the game. Which game is it? Uh, this is Hawthorne took on Adelaide. Oh, yeah. A cracker game. Huge game. <laughs> Down at Tassie. Two, two first-year players kicking five goals between them. Yeah. One guy in his debut. first game. Yeah. Huge. Don't want to have a crack at his name. I think it's Thil- Riley Thilf- 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 
Yeah. Phil Thorpe. Yeah. Phil Thorpe. Rydog. Riley. Rydog kicked five goals. Could have kicked six nearly. <laughs> Kaczewski kicked five goals. Yeah. Who was a defender at the start of the year. <laughs> yeah. Until the preseason. When Correct. Clarko was like, I don't know, let's try some magic. <sighs> Adelaide got up by five goals. Yep. And the Hawks pegged it back. The Hawks are kind of like, they just run along. It's like when they played Geelong, Tom. Yep. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, let's flick a switch and kick five goals. Yep. All like Exciting. when they came back from 40 points down at against yeah. Essendon. Yeah. And then one but then they have point. games where they're just not even near it. So they've won two games and both of them have been hectic as fuck. Yeah. Uh, so Gieth is so fucking oh. good. Bring him to Brisbane. Do you see that kick he <laughs> set up Kaczynski with? Yeah. It was just the most... But that's, that's a, again, there's so many storylines from a game that on paper looks like who cares cup. Yeah. Storyline number one. Yeah, Adelaide up by five goals. At one point, they had the most accurate start to a game, kicking 14 straight. Oh, that was 14 fucked. straight at half time. That was yeah. so fucked. And then, and then the most fucked thing happened. While they're five goals up, player goes down with an ankle injury. So they activate their medical sub. Now, their medical sub. Tom Lynch. But Tom Lynch. Wasn't wearing his footy boots, wasn't strapped up, wasn't warmed up. It happened late in the third. Yeah. He didn't, wasn't able to get onto the ground until early in the fourth quarter. It was 13 minutes of game time to get him ready to play. <laughs> yep. What happened? And they lost by under a goal. So here you now go. What happened was, Joel, oh, Joel you're going to lose your fucking mind. He I see, was see. not playing originally because he's injured. He's not fit to play. And for some reason, they named him as the sub and were like, geez, we hope we don't have to use this. Yeah, and then it literally did. came down to the other player they were going to pick. They wanted him to have a full game in the sand for, yeah. for his fitness, so yep. they didn't pick him. So they picked Tom Lynch, who just came on the field and couldn't move. <laughs> yep. If you have a guy what come on in the last quarter in a tight foot game, injury. it's a foot injury. What the fuck? You can barely run around. Yeah, Adelaide were like, oh, we're pretty comfortable. And it's like, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Is this... Is Don Pike back? What the fuck is going on, Adelaide? It reeks of arrogance, I think. It reeks of stupidity. Yeah, yeah, it's not, ar- very it's not arrogant. It's, it's just very like dumb. dumb as shit. Yeah. So it's- imagine bringing on a fresh player. Yep. <laughs> it's late, co- late. cost them the game. Late in the game. It's literally cost them the game, I reckon. Oh. Did the guy that they played- And yet they still had a chance to win. Yeah. They didn't kick a goal for the last quarter. Yeah. Kicked two behinds. I think they kicked one of the last scores of the game and it was behind. Uh, fuck. Yeah. Well done, Hawthorne. That's fucked. Just scrapping away. Yeah. Do you reckon Clarko was the one who was like, oh, you just just was walking down the street knowing that um, Matthew Nix was behind him and was like, yeah, if I was picking the sub, I'd, I'd probably pick someone injured in the hope that they yeah. don't get picked. No, he's probably like, hope they don't play Tom Lynch. <laughs> Fuck, he's scary. And they're like, oh, just, just <laughs> name Clarko, him. Clarko, another masterstroke. <laughs> what a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but they defended the decision by being like, oh, no, he was right to play. He just takes a while to get ready. If a player takes 15 minutes to come on at a moment's notice, they should not be your medical he sub. He was sitting on the back of the bench wearing like runners. He wasn't yep. even wearing his fucking footy <laughs> boots. They had to take him down. And I think they like injected him or something. Well, they had to strap Gave him up. Some they had to get, or had whatever. Do a warm up. He had yeah. to tape his ankles, everything. He yeah. was not match ready. Yeah. They just shouldn't have played him. No. No. Pathetic. That's crazy. Pathetic from Adelaide. Oh, dumb as shit. to lose. Yeah, they did. Joel Dusha's prediction of wheels falling off. It's huge profit call. <laughs> and uh, yet, great from the first gamer. Five goals. Yeah, oh, huge. Yeah. Probably gets the rising star. Not he should. There's a lot of, like, Kaczynski could have got it. Dev Robinson was awesome for Brisbane. Uh, there's a few players this round. There's a, yeah, a few players went absolutely bananas. And then Cox could have got it. Cox yeah, could have got, got it. Yeah, Cox could have got it. Then, moving on to Saturday night. Now, this is a Who Cares Cup. Who Cares Cup. Which North Melbourne versus Fremantle. Let's talk about this one. Because there's a weird thing that happened in it. Is no, it that just there was no crowd? There was um, someone on Twitter who's a Freo supporter who was very excited about this week's episode. 
mm-hmm. for Essendon, for you, Joel. Uh-huh. I just think we should uh, just have a chat about Freo okay. out of respect. I want to say this. Nat Fife has kicked one goal 12, I think, <laughs> for the season. <laughs> Jesus. I think it was on the weekend he kicked four behinds, and the week before that he kicked six behinds. No goals. <laughs> <laughs> he's on his dick at the moment. Yeah, yeah oh, you know what it is. It's yeah. that haircut. His but, haircut is oh, yeah. so good. It's throwing off the gravity. Yeah. He's got no balance. He can't he's, he's basically, over summer, got really into music from like 2012 <laughs> to 2016 and is repping Skrillex so yeah. fucking hard. Um, I want to say this. Freo, I think, are just outside the eight. Oh, they're in the eight. I think they're just in. They might be in. I think they're, they're eight. They're on fire. They play West Coast they're this week. Sixth. West Coast, who will get to a fucking... A basket case. Well, yeah, a basket case at the moment. Five's going, that's going to be a huge 10, 10. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to have a crowd, they're though. They're going to kick 10 binds. Uh, the lockdown ended, so, yeah, they might. Oh, but it's still a state of emergency. I don't know if that's just, no, just no, like interstate that, travel or whatever. Yeah. So get a crowd in. Huge derby. Derby. I hope fucking Freo win. That would be huge. Monday. I reckon he might be in front of the, the, the Brownlow. Think he'll win the Brownlow. Is there going to be a tie between He's 33 Darcy years old, right? <laughs> He's 33. The media have been trying to retire him for probably three or four years. <laughs> yep. He's playing better than I've ever seen him. He, he'll win that best and fairest by a mile. Hope he wins the Brownlow. Has, Imagine how huge that would be. Has Longmere just gone up to him and been like, mate, just do whatever you like? Do you reckon and, there's a bit of Tex Walker... It's not, not about, about you. you. Oh, and now he's unleashed, and he's setting an example for the young midfield. Maybe Freo, they're uh, they're doing something. Maybe maybe he came back in the preseason, saw these because that's the thing they've always talked about the young up and comers at Freo. Yeah. Maybe these young up and comers turned up at training. Monday looked at him and went, "No fucking yeah. way, mate." Well, he looked at Fife's hair and went, "Someone's got to set an example." <laughs> he's got long hair. He's like, "I'm Jesus Christ. Come to me." <laughs> now we're all worshiping Monday, <laughs> but no. and also he's a fucking nice guy. Did you see? There was something after the game where yeah. like there was a kid who was too shy, socially awkward to ask yeah. to meet him, and Monday came over and spent heaps of time with him, and just a fucking legend. Nice guy, footy. Deserved a premiership in 2015. Deserves a brown though. Um, just another thing from this game. Yep. Jags Ebel played the fucking game of his life. He's been doing 70 this. points. <laughs> he's been doing this <laughs> last all week. Year. He got 140 or something against. He's been playing. He, he's averaging. I think he's the second most. AFL fantasy points in the league right now behind like Jack McRae. Yeah, it's fine. Right? He is playing as like a quarterback yeah. in the back line <laughs> because North Melbourne are under siege. Daniel and Rich. He's just he's Daniel Rich, but he's taken big marks. Yep. He's just he he's took not, 14 marks. He's not playing on anyone. He's just doing whatever the fuck he likes. Good on him. You know Thir- why? 37 touches, yep. 32 kicks, five handballs, 14 marks, five tackles. That's Boys. fucked stats by him. Do you know why? David Noble sat him down and said, Zeebs, it's not about you. I love this. There's a lot of this That's going what it is. on. That's what it is. Zorko needs this chat. Zorko needs this more than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, I North. saw someone tweet that Zorko's showing great leadership and I, I spewed. <laughs> in- I wonder if um, Zeebel gets in the coaches' votes because last week he had a huge game against Geelong. Yep. He wasn't in the coaches' votes. Stevenson also is a very bright light for North Melbourne, which is – I guess worrying, yeah, but no, good pickup. Yeah, um, I'm just loading the coaches' votes now. They're getting what they would want out of him. Uh, North Melbourne's still playing like a side that I think things will come together for them. I don't think they're going to go through this season without winning a game. Zebul got four votes, so good. Yeah, finally. Monday uh, ten. Monday would be leading, <laughs> wouldn't he? Uh, let's have a look. Leaderboard's usually down the bottom. Leaderboard Monday. Yep. Monday four clear of Gorn, and then McRae. Oh, Jesus. you love to see that. Love oh, it. Hugh McCluggage is starting to uh, make a move. Woof. Very exciting. Good luck catching Monday, though. Speaking of making no, a move. No. It's too quick. No. Uh, Melbourne versus Richmond. Richmond making a move down. 
Melbourne? Yeah. Huge. A big. They have now Did we had... all tip it? Yes. No. Oh. Didn't have the. Gotta believe. Did not have the courage. Can I say, Melbourne, a different. It's panning out. And let me tell you why. There have been three games in the last three weeks where they've been challenged, and the previous Melbourne would have shit their pants. This challenge came very early. Correct. And normally Melbourne would fall apart early yeah. and Richmond noticed, would run over the top of them. Are you noticing this about Richmond? Richmond will have a period in a game where they'll throw the fucking sink at you yep. and most teams shit themselves. Yep. And if you can survive it, there's other teams that are more talented than Richmond. Yep. Like list-wise. I think, I think I we've think, known this for a while. I think the Melbourne's system's- one of them. Geelong is still one of them. Geelong yep. just couldn't withstand the heat of it. We couldn't Brisbane withstand. often can't when we play them. We can't withstand Dusty. Yes. If we well, worked out how to shut down Dusty, well, we, we probably would have won that grand final. Brisbane shut him down in the qualifying final yep. and won the game. Um, I mean, Melbourne figured out one way to shut him down. To well, be fair, he no, had no, only, shut him down. They shut him down before the injury. He went yeah. off in the third quarter. He only he had, had, had eight, eight touches. touches yeah. Yeah. It's so the, they did a good the job. Hibbert did a good job on him. not had double figures for like I think it's his lowest tally ever. It's his lowest tally in his career. Jesus. Of 250 games. Jesus. Nathan Jones, 300 games. What a legend. One. What a, just, he's the guy that if, if I can't have my team win a flag, you'd love to see yep. Nathan Jones win a premiership. Oh, you would. Because yep. he, was, he was the captain of that club and their three-time person Ferris in an era where they were awful. He would have had offers to leave too. He would have. He and he stuck with them and good on him. Questionable whether he's, he'll be in that team by the end of the year. Well, this is the thing they've got. But, <laughs> We'll see. They've got guys oh. like Wiedemann kicking seven goals two weeks in a row in the VFL who are not being picked in the side. Benny Brown, bring him in. <laughs> Petrarca won the medal. Yep. Salem was fucking huge. Give um, it to Salem. I There was a bit of a weird thing with the medal too. The person announcing it didn't have the name. Yeah, they didn't give her the information. No, and so they said so she started Petrarca. and she's like, uh, I actually need the name. Yeah. People are giving her shit. It's not her fault. No, it's not. Also, I will Doesn't point out. Doesn't she have an earpiece in? They're supposed to give her the info. As I will say. Uh, it's not her fault because we all remember last year when uh, we all laughed it off when Lee Matthews voted for Nathan Broad because he forgot what number Jaden Short was. Yeah, it's pathetic from mm. So, come on. Pathetic from a great man. But we should just laugh it all off. It's all pretty I, funny. Um, it's very funny. Yeah. I also like, uh, just back on Lee Matthews real quick, him commentating the Anzac Day game because anytime BT and JB uh, were just like being silly and then would try and invite Lee Matthews in, he just shut the conversation down. Oh, yeah. so yeah. funny. Also, Which one was it in particular? And JB was like, yeah, I love having Lee here because he just ends the conversation. <laughs> it was some – BT wanted a rule change, some yes. absurd kind of rule. Oh, no, I think and it was just like they were asking about – Oh, they was, were asking – no, no, it was about Archie Perkins saying, yes, I'm going to be drafted but I'm not going anywhere. And Lee Matthews was kind of like, nope. Um, you it's can't a national say, competition. You can't say that. And everyone just went silent. Yeah. It's like, BT yeah. was like, no, I respect it. He was honest. And Lee was like, I don't like it. And it was just quite for 10 <laughs> like, you, you can't be drafted and say, I only want to play for A, B, and C. That's it. Yeah. Spot on. Well done, Joel. Yeah. I, I tell you How'd what. How'd you have a memory with that many drinks in That you? is a great question. <laughs> anyway, good on you, Melbourne. The wheels are on. And uh, they, they could be 10 and 0. Do you know what's crazy? In a few weeks. Mitch don't Bre- say that. They'll shit their pants. I don't there know is, anymore. There is there is a big chance now based on how things are. Not a big chance. There is a chance. We are now living in a reality where due to a couple of certain events in his what could potentially be his last year in AFL football. Mitch Brown could play in a grand final? Yes. He won't though. <laughs> no. He's, they would need McDonald, Brown, and Wiedemann to all go down. Yes. Could happen. Could be medical sub. Could give him the uh, medical <laughs> sub role in the grand final just because he looks like a ripper bloke. I would love to say it. Mums everywhere would love to see it. It's so I, I mean, the squad. Have Melbourne ever played him in the back line? 
If something were to happen there. I think they have Look, last year. He's a Mr. Fix-It. He is a Mr. Fix-It. He's I'm actually the perfect, quality. He's a perfect <laughs> sub because if yeah. a, key, a, a key position yeah. player goes down anywhere, yeah. you can plug and play. Yeah, Perfect sub, perfect dad. I'll tell you what. Look out. Um, whoa. Carlton take on uh, Brisbane Lions. That's what's up next. You were there. Second place there. the Trinity. 4.35, weird time slot for football, I reckon. Uh, i tell you what, that is not a magic time slot. Prime time. Game <laughs> off Broadway. Game went forever as well. Yeah. Some of those quarters were like 37 minutes. Jesus Christ. There's a lot of blood rules. Is this a different – I haven't noticed this until this year. Usually like when there's a blood rule, they don't wait for the player no. to run from the ground. They always do. And then they wait for the guy to come back. So we're over the other side of the ground. Lockie Neal goes off. We wait for like Robbo to come on and then they throw it up. That adds like two minutes. To Normally the what happens though is the player coming on will come on before the player's gone off. There are a couple of times where I think teams have been caught on the hop with a recent interchange – and the player coming back on was just sucking the big ones in. Yeah, okay. Because that at, there was heaps of blood rules like, and, and all sorts of shit like that. It just added to it. It's weird when you're at the ground because I didn't realise Darcy Gardner got concussed. Like, I don't even know when it happened. At one point, my brother first leaned over and was like, Gardner's out. And I'm like, I didn't, what? When? Happened very early in the first quarter. Yeah. It's a marking contest, very innocuous sort of um, bump. Oh, I copped some, in real life, robust Howgood's footy feedback. Jesus. Oh, from a Carlton supporter who said, I'm not listening to your fucking show anymore because you never talk about Carlton. Oh, it's well. always, who cares, Cup? And I was like, well, it is what it is. You know what the show is. Uh, we'll talk like about to, Carlton now, but just I'll like just say, say, you go. If uh, if you're listening to How Good's Footy Tracy? and you're upset that Tracy, <laughs> Tracy, if you're listening, to, this is going to be conflicting, Tracy, because if you're listening to How Good's Footy and you love Carlton, uh, you actually just had nine rounds of AFLW where I spoke a lot about Carlton. Mm. Uh, Tracy, do you hate women's football? Yeah. Whoa. Where, where were you then, T? Where? I'll say this. Let's talk about Carlton. Yeah. They're so fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> they are infuriating. You would rip your hair out if you barracked for you Carlton. Would. They have moments in games, not unlike Richmond, where they're explosive and unstoppable. Yep. But they're just shit. They just can't keep it together. Harry Mackay. What's that stat? We've talked about it a lot. Under David Teague, there's the 30-point swing. Yep. It nearly happened again in this game. We were up by about five goals. They got it back to nearly a goal or two goals, and then Brisbane got, they steadied. Got it, they got back within seven points. Yeah. Mackay um, kicked five again. Kicked six, six on Harris Andrews Here's for the, the most part. If Mackay's kicking six, five or six goals a game, yeah. they should be winning. But the problem is he's the only guy going. Well, I mean, who else is in the forward line? Casbolt this is, is going to sound awful. For me, not great. Eddie Betts should retire. I don't know why he's... Playing ahead of some younger kids. Uh, they've got some injuries. Like, Zach Fisher should be playing. You'd assume. Uh, Jack Silvani's injured. Um, Jack Martin's injured. You know True. I, mean? I guess. They're, where? They're, they've been yeah, hit by I didn't some injuries. That. Charlie Kernow, I won't even count because he's been irrelevant for two, Like, he hasn't been a factor for two years. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> just always injured. But no, so we if, don't even get Fisher. Count you can't be like, oh, we didn't win because Kernow's not there. He's not. If, if Fisher. exist. Fisher, Martin, or Silvani are available, Betts isn't getting a game, surely. I think. He's still, I, I love still Eddie might. so much, but just. Eddie had some chances and just like missed some real regulations. He's just stuff. he's just lost. Like I love Eddie so much, but he's yeah. just lost that. It's just probably he just yes. he's not he's not the magic man anymore, and yeah. that's okay. Carlton will someone wasteful. needs to sit him down and say, Eddie, yeah, it's not about you. Well, yeah, uh, I think yeah. Eddie knows. Eddie's well aware it's not about him. Eddie, he had eleven touches, one at thirty six percent. Yeah, he he had a really bad night. I reckon um, Brisbane 
sluggish start. Joey missed like two or three shots in the first quarter. Directly yeah. in front. We were just missing some stuff. It Let me tell you, I know all about that feeling. Yeah, it wasn't really – yeah, my brother said it, he thinks he's playing for Essendon. <laughs> it wasn't really clicking. Good brother? Yeah. yeah he's the bad brother yeah, now. The, the onion head's never been to the footy in his fucking life. Daniel, <laughs> um, uh, I'm taking yeah. that comment personally, mate. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Um, Brisbane in the second quarter really got going. The pressure was like off its fucking dick. Yep. I couldn't believe it. Like, And we should have been up by more. I think we kicked seven goals, six to two goals. It was huge. And then Carlton had a big swing in the third quarter, but Brisbane sort of absorbed it and then steadied, and then it was never really in doubt. Carlton kicked the last two to sort of flatter the scoreline a bit. Yeah. But it was fucking good. I had to be on my best behaviour. Um, my brother's two young kids were there, sort of sandwiched in between us. They enjoyed it. I am very happy for them because when I was younger, Brisbane was shit house. So good for them. They get to see some wins. They got fucking fired up. It was great. Yeah. Um, You're going to whisper in their ear and just be like, don't enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. Had to lean over and whisper a lot of swear words into my brother's ear. Yeah, yeah. Especially when Lester and Birchall tag teamed for the worst moment of the year where they just like coughed it up and Carlton kicked a goal on the goal square. It was a disgrace. It was all the reasons why they shouldn't be in the team. Oof. Anyway, Lockie Neal's now out for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Darcy Gardner got concussed. He won't be playing. And you got Port next week. We got Port. Sean, you got to roast this week. Got to roast. Footy is good. The kids got to watch a win. It was great. After the game, I was taking a photo with my niece, and there was like a cop car with the lights yeah. flashing, so it was kind of ruining the photo. It's Brisbane, random Brisbane fan, flies in, whips his <laughs> jacket off, holds his jacket up to block the light, oh! and now we've got a great photo. Oh! oh! People are good. That's, Footy's good. That, that is, is magic massive. time. Footy's so good. Carlton are not. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. And I hope That's for that- you, Tracy. Tracy. <laughs> you get what you asked for. That's right. You wanted it. I hope. Well, I mean, next week there'll be lots of Carlton talk as well. Yeah. You're swimming in Carlton talk. Um, previous game now was Gold Coast take on Sydney. And uh, I guess Sydney shaky. Gold Coast. Fuck. This was a wild result, yeah. and I don't understand how it happened, but good oh, on them. No, Sydney have got a lot of injuries. Oh, yeah. They like were missing. And Gold Coast had copped a lot of shit. People were starting to you know fire up again with the let's let's just kill this club. They're irrelevant, blah, blah, blah. They needed to uh, you know show something. It's one of those, if they stand for anything, they'll have a fucking red-hot crack, and they did. And Sydney I- just, um, yeah, a bit like Adelaide, I guess. A really fiery start, and then they're just sort of wavering a bit, and some injuries. I mean, are no Rampy hurts them. No Rampy, oh, no Heaney. Just about their most important player. Yeah, Rampy, Heaney, yeah. Franklin. Yeah, yep. Franklin's not a, as big a one for me because they've learned to live without him, and they played pretty well early in the year without him. But yeah, he is a big loss because just because he makes you shit yourself. And also, like, I mean, defender. like he's currently twenty second in the Coleman. Yeah. so like he's he's up there. He's yeah. is Tuke Miller the captain yet? No, it's Jared, Jared Witts. Although oh, he's out course. injured. It's yeah. um, Jared Whitson. I think it's David Swallow. Swallow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Miller so, had a fucking massive game. Buddy is still their leading goal kicker. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. from the two games. Well, yeah, I think Logan McDonald started huge and was sort of like faded out a bit. And, but, I mean, next, it's his yeah. first year, so. Yeah. yeah, Papley didn't play, did he? No, he yeah. didn't he also injure himself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no Papley. Like, it, the, the team, there was that, no one That's there. not representative of what Sydney's going to be this no, year. No, no. Um, yeah. A few weeks ago, that's probably what Sydney's more. Correct. That game about. against Richmond when they were almost at their peak. Yeah, they I mean, were you unstoppable. Same against Brisbane. So, yeah, if you're barracking for Sydney, don't lose too much heart. From I this. don't think they will. I, not a, I don't think Sydney will play finals now. 
I did originally, but just in the last few weeks, I've dropped off. But they're still, I reckon they'll be in the hunt. They still can, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. They're still very good. But it wouldn't shock me now if they finish like 10th or something. Yeah. But fucking look out next year and, and uh, every year after that. And tell you what, if, you, if you've gone back in time and it's Saturday afternoon, it's yep. the first game on Saturday afternoon, yep. and you're back for West Coast Eagles, <laughs> fucking yep. look out. Yep. Jesus Christ, mm. Tom. Boys. My team needed to respond. You were there? I was not there. Oh. Uh, Kryptonite. <laughs> was Terrence there? My dad was there, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he went solo. Mum yeah. was crook, so dad went solo. Good on him. I didn't get a photo of him. I got a photo of Australia's role that he was holding to show right. me where his seat was. Yeah. Um, nah, boys, they needed a response after some patchy games. Um, <laughs> big Jez in for his first game. And uh, I was positive and hopeful for a win. I thought if we're on, we might we might win by a comfortable margin, maybe three or four goals. This, this was a big danger game. Massive oh, danger huge game. Huge danger yeah. game. West Coast are a good side. Yeah. A week ago, I was contemplating backing West Coast. I was, I was nervous. And I was always going to back my boys, <laughs> but I was very <laughs> nervous. It didn't sound like that there for a second. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I thought, geez, we have to deliver because this is a, this was a danger game, tough game for us. And, uh, boys, that was nearly a 100-point win against West Coast. It's massive. That's fucked. This game was off its dick. Hawkins, three goals. Gary Rowan, three goals. He fucking owed us. Yeah. <laughs> Still owes everyone. Jeremy Cameron, three goals. Could have kicked five. Just a couple more off. Cool. So when our three... Our trio of forwards kicking nine goals between them, looking very good. Jack Henry ran forward, just did a cheeky checky. Did you hear Jeremy Cameron's comments after the game? Yeah. That was Wild. Interesting. What did he say? He just said he's never been at a game where he, he felt chills. Yeah. And and to be fair, I can understand. Some guy who's played in like a winning prelim final. Yeah. But remember, like that was at the MCG against Collingwood and Giants don't have a lot of supporters. He would have been at a crowd of about twenty five to 30,000 and most of them are cheering for him. That's an excellent point. This is the biggest um, crowd pro him yeah. that he's ever played. Absolutely. So I, I get it. It's his but first yeah, game. Giants. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. And they would have, they would have, like, his first two goals were both fucking sick. Were they? Okay. Like, both on the run, just snapping around his body, went to the fans, lost his mind, yeah. loved it. The only goal I saw was um, a certain torpedo. Oh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Boys, this is what I mean. So that was really good. But the man of the moment, Mitch Duncan. 25 touches, four goals, and maybe a contender for goal of the year with a 60-metre torp that bent around back on itself on the after the siren at halftime. Yep. Massive. Because he couldn't run out. He had to basically just kick it straight. Yeah. He kicked it. I think he shocked himself so much. He turned in a celebrate to the crowd. He just pointed at his foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, who was the commentator? Uh, Mark Howard. Because they lost their fucking minds. Yeah. Because they, they did a score review and – um, it's Howie, was it? Yep. Howie was just like, don't even do it. Just call it a goal. <laughs> the, best, the best part of it was Brownie was like, he's got to go to the top just yeah. quietly in his little special comments, Brown voice. <laughs> and then he's turned the ball and Mark Howard's gone, Brownie, he's doing it. <laughs> That's great. It, it was, was fucked. It was unreal. He had a chance to kick five goals. Yeah. He missed one late in the game. But I've got an incredible stat, boys. Is that his career best goals? Uh, that is his career best goals. Yeah, good on him. But are you ready for an absolutely cooked stat? This is from Swamp. Uh, players having 25-plus disposals and four-plus goals versus West Coast in the past 15 years by club. So there's one player for both Adelaide, Port, St. Kilda, Sydney, and the Bulldogs who've achieved that. No, 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 no two players, no three, no four, no five. With seven players, Geelong, Jesus. Gary Ablett's done it, Motlop's done it, Selwood's done it, Johnson's done it, Kelly's done it, Chapman's done it, and now Duncan's done it. Jesus. Flat track bullies. 
We fucking <laughs> apparently love kicking West Coast's ass. Good. Well, yeah, that's a thing, Sean. Now, like, and this is something I'm glad you brought up because it's something I wanted to ask you. Uh, Tom's going to be a little unreliable here, but who yep. is the bigger flat track bully now, West Coast or Geelong? No, I don't think it's Geelong at all. We've got the wins away. We didn't get to play at home for most of last year. It's definitely West, West we Coast. Grand final. This comes up every year and West Coast cracked the shits and sook it up. And then it's like, well, then you dish it up again. Oh, this is pathetic from them. Yeah. This was, I genuinely hope they lose to Freo next week. Well, Freo, that would be so good. Freo are pushing top four if they win next week. Fucking, yeah, sign me up. I'm on the David Mundy for president train. <laughs> <laughs> Vote one Mundy. Yeah. Yeah, no, this was this was exactly the, the response this team needed. Reece Stanley yeah. had a huge Danger game in his 150th. That's what I mean. We keep, stuff, mate. It gives me hope. We're out, we're, we've lost Lockie Neal to the same injury for the yep. same length of time. Yep. Someone's just got to stand up. That's it. Um, and for us, weirdly, it's, it, Mark O'Connor was back in again playing in the midfield. Is he had, injured though? He See, I don't know. He went off. He wasn't the medical sub. Collar Jasny was with an injury that I don't know. And then mm. O'Connor went off and was getting work done on his hammy. Now, at this point, we're about 75 up, 80 up. I don't know whether they went... Tight hammy, see you out. You're probably right. Precautionary. Yep. They, they put Cameron didn't play the last five minutes. They just said, yep, you're done. Yep. You got through your first one. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was fucking good to see. And, um, geez, it was fucking good. We, Reece Stanley beat Nick Natanui. What planet does that happen? No, that's good stuff. That was so good. <laughs> 150th for Reese beating oh, Nick Nat. Good on you, Reese. Anyway. That's no, good time. I'm happy for you. Love it's it. just you got to blow the cobwebs off. We do. Brisbane sort of had that game against Essendon last week. Yeah. Where it's just enough. like, you just got to remind your players, you know, yep. just you can believe, get it done. believe and you can smash a good team. A good team. Yeah. A good team. Yep. Thank you, Sean. Yep. No worries, Joel. No comment. <laughs> 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 nah, who fucking knows with Essendon? It's true. One week they look like. The most exciting fucking team in the world, and then the against next. Brisbane, I just don't know what happened. I think the, I think it rained, and they just like tried to. They play. don't work in the rain. Yeah. yeah. Well, st- look, I don't want to take it too much back to Essendon, but like Essendon is still very much a team that's still learning how to play together at this point, especially because oh, yeah. we've had like, a billion injuries. Your team's so young and raw that they're going to cop some probably ten goal. Oh yeah, stuff. But but every now and again they'll like they'll Surprise fucking beat someone. Richmond or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. And I hope that that happens. You're, you're at where Brisbane were in Fagan's second year, I think. Yeah. yeah. Also, tr- oh, that's another thing. Truck. Starting to get excited in the coach's box. Oh, it's good. I'd love to see it. How can he not? Yeah. When Tipper kicked his first, uh, the tip, Tipper kicked a goal where he took on three defenders, sold the dummy, kicked it, snapped it, it cut to Truck, and he, you just saw him like clap himself. He's like, fuck yes, that's the stuff. I love that. I love Co- Chris Scott got very excited when Jeremy Cameron oh. kicked his first goal. When's he not? He, like, he loves a goal. Yeah. <laughs> loves everything. He also there. got very – him and Matthew Scarlett got very pumped when Duncan bombed that one. Oh, that's <laughs> good. 60. I love that. And finally, this round kicked off with a bloodbath. <sighs> uh, Giants took on Western Bulldogs, and it was fucking injury galore. Um, also a very close game until a fucking crazy blowout in the last this, quarter. This, this scary for like a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's this, explosive. This is insane and also absolutely fucking sucks for Lin Jong. Yeah, First game just, back in ages, did the hammy it look like? Is that what, yeah, what it I is? Think so, yeah, yeah, Just your heart breaks for him. He just cannot get a run at it. And he's a very good player. Fucking. And then you've got Dunkley dislocating his shoulder. He's now out too. And then He's out it, for probably three months. Three, yeah. He popped it back in. And then it popped out again. And then popped out again. He's got a, he has to have basically a shoulder Rico. Maybe he'll get it right in time to try on his Essendon jumper. <laughs> uh, Tim English is going to be out for a while. Oh, how long? 
Uh, well, so he's got a concussion, so he's out for the 12 weeks, but yeah. potentially a jaw. <laughs> 12 days. 12 days. <laughs> um, and then potentially a jaw, broken jaw. Hey, mate, bring in Ugo uh, Hagen. Get him in. Well, he's he's apparently in. He's kicking bags every week in the yep. BFL. Yeah. But, yeah. I've, so I've heard sh- dogs people be like, well, bring in Shacky. Don't worry about Shacky. Keep bring, him on ice. Bring the, bring in bring the, the kid. Boy. Bring him in. But yeah, Tim English's knee, like friendly fire knee to the head, almost like for a lesser man would have blown their head clean off. It was like a full flush, full blown knee I've, uh, directly to the jaw. It was fucked. Injuries aside, I've got a very juicy bit of information about this game. What? So we know the Bulldogs and the Giants don't get on. Yep. And uh, so uh, how many goals did uh, Toby Green kick? Four. Four. How, how did the Bont go? Just in terms of disposals, even. Uh, yeah, about 30, didn't he? 26 kicked a goal. Cool, cool. So uh, when the coaches' votes came out, based on the math on the coaching, one coach gave Toby Green all votes. Another coach gave him zero votes. Whoa. <laughs> one coach gave the Bont four votes, and another coach gave the Bont zero votes. Whoa. That is very, very funny. Juicy and so fucking childish. Bevo. Give Green some votes. He for was the best know, giant. For all you know, it's the opposite to what you think. I don't think it is. Bevo gave Green the four. I, well, why isn't McCartney? Uh, McCartney was the was Bond one of the Bulldogs' best? No, twenty six and one. No, twenty six and one. Liberatore had twenty seven kicked two. Liber was way better. Uh, Liber also landed 10 tackles. Jesus. Oh, Liber. Liber, give him Save a some for the rest uh, of us. McCray <laughs> also didn't get 10. Uh, McCray's an, uh, he's a bit of an outlier. Sometimes he gets it and you're not getting hurt. Sometimes it's, you are. It's just, it's very funny to see that stat. Anyway, that's yeah, all I got for that game. I'd love to know. I'd love to know the breakdown. Because, I mean, oh, yeah. It's like that time I loved uh, where you beat us in that Brisbane game up there. McCarthy kicked that goal. And Chris Scott was asked about Charlie Cameron. Would Charlie Cameron be the best player on the ground? And, and Scott said no and then gave five votes to Marcus Adams, as did Chris Fagan. And mm-hmm. I think Cameron got seven. So he obviously gave him a reasonably high vote. But it's like, you know, Cameron was very good, but Marcus Adams won us the game because Hawkins did not score. Mm. Yeah, you know. Fair enough. Should we take a look at next week's games? We, we should. should. We've done this episode in fucking memento order. We've gone backwards, now we're going to go forwards. Ooh. Actually, that's Tenon. Fucking Tenet. hell. Oh, shit. A worse oh, film. I'm excited, boys. I'm excited. Maybe this round's already happened. <laughs> uh, so Friday night, Richmond take on Western Bulldogs. This Huge. is interesting because I was looking at the fixture a couple of times over the course of the weekend. Uh, after the injuries in the GWS game, Western Bulldogs blew out to paying about three bucks. They were fucked against Richmond. Then Richmond lost to Melbourne and uh, a certain shark-like motherfucker hurt his head and can't play this week. Blown out again. Uh, Western Bulldogs clear favorites. I reckon they'll do it. If Dusty was playing, I'd go Richmond just because I think they'll be angry. Yeah. But I, I do think the dogs, I just think the midfield will kill The them. only thing is... If the midfield, if if the the Richmond midfield can meet the Bulldogs, the Richmond forwards will kill the Bulldogs backline. Agree completely. But I'm backing the midfield of the Dogs. The yeah. Bont, run of the Dogs, Oof. the year of the Bont. Whoa, he's going to come second in the Brownlow. Yeah, Monday. I just don't see Steph win Martin. the Gold Logie, so it's all right. Gold Logie, just don't see Brownlow <laughs> and Premiership, <laughs> yeah. but not Norm Smith. No, I value but, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go Western Bulldogs too. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm going Dogs. Collingwood take on G- uh, the Gold Coast. Gold Coast. At, at the MCG. I'm going Gold Coast. I think that belief needs to start to snowball. They they won by 10 goals. They need to 
They need to bring it away. And do that against I think that if Collingwood lose this, Nathan Buckley will get fucking publicly executed at the game. That's why I'm all for it. You're going to guillotine him. I hope. hope, Guillotine. I I don't give a shit how you say it. Gil will do it. Guillotine. (laughs) Is Rao close to being back? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No chance. I'm going to... He's off of Rising Sun next year, mate. Smokey tip of the round. Smokey tip of the round is Gold Coast. I want to believe... I want to believe. Oh, it'd be so good. I reckon I'm going to go Collingwood, but full fucking hell. Fucking hell. I'm going to be thinking about tip, changing that tip all week. Then Adelaide take on GWS. I think Adelaide, they'll be, they'll be hurting after Adelaide. the loss. I think GWS because they're going to be hurting after the loss, and I think they're starting to get it done, and I think Adelaide's wheels are, like I said, falling off. Adelaide for me. St. Kilda take on Hawthorne. St. Kilda will win this because the blowtorch is so firmly on them. They need a win to then fall apart for two weeks again. I agree. And St. Kilda are a dead team. So, yeah, Hawthorne. Brisbane Lions second, Port Adelaide. Brisbane. Gabatois. Huge. Brisbane. Mm. Game of the round. Ooh, is, that, is that the sound of... Uh, it's not game of the round, mate. Some Isn't most? it? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. It is for me. I was going to say probably the Richmond Bulldogs game. There's that. Essendon-Carlton. Mate, Brisbane-Port Adelaide. Two uh, top four teams. Brisbane-Port Brisbane, Brisbane Port Adelaide. Brisbane are top... Where are you guys now? Last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Richmond and Western Bulldogs as well. Okay. Second game of the round. You think Essendon and Carlton? Come on, mate. Yeah. I mean, think about every single time no, Essendon no, no, and Carlton no. play together. Get your hand off it. <laughs> <laughs> um, then Sydney take on Geelong. This is huge a game. Scary game. I'm backing my, my boys to Geelong to, play really well at the SCG. Oh yeah, and the, uh, Sydney still have all those injuries. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Geelong. It'll be tough. It's going to be very tough. North Melbourne take on Melbourne. North Melbourne are paying fifteen dollars to. I've win. seen them nineteen dollars today, and it blew my mind. So Melbourne, have probably, I've never seen that high. Can't yeah. wait they get Ben Brown and he kicks nine against his old side. Oh, no, don't do that. That's disrespectful. Um, yeah, Melbourne. What imagine? I I want North to win. If if it was Melbourne, like if it wasn't the Melbourne I've seen, you'd almost believe North to do yeah, it. Melbourne last year would drop this. Yeah, Melbourne this year will win by ten goals. I'm going to go Melbourne as well. Obviously. Uh, then, Essendon take on Carlton. Bombers. Bombers. Oh. oh. Carlton needed more. Oh. <laughs> they need it. I, but, I, I, look, I'll be honest, I tipped Collingwood. Yeah, no, I know. Because I watched you against Brisbane. I was like, how is this team good? How are they going to perform under pressure? How does this team day? function at all? And I just won. Like, I don't know, Carlton really, they're under the pump. What's that midfield going to be like against Alec? That's Very the thing. Quick like, midfield. Cripps is looking real shit ass. Walsh is looking good, though. But you've got a lot of players who are looking fucking good. Yeah. It's, yeah, this is a juicy game. Match of the round. Match and, of the round. <laughs> and Bombers. Rid- Ridley's back. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Bombers. Last game of the round, West Coast take on Fremantle. Go Frio. Frio. Frio for me. I believe. Monday will win the medal. Oh, maybe this is my Rafi. Yeah, Frio. Yep. yep. Sean, I love you. Like I got one smoky this round. You picked three smokies. Don't care. I'm all for. I'm all in. I'm all chips in. I had a pretty good round. Got seven. I also got seven. Yeah. I tipped Essendon. You didn't. Yep. Powerful. <laughs> you uh, tipped Melbourne. I didn't. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, Joel. Tom. We got any emails? We do, Tom. Inbox has been firing last couple of weeks. We haven't been able to get to many of the emails due to some gigantic episodes, but we'll read a couple out today. So first up, first out of the ranks, we got an email from Sam. They've come after you, Tom, but they've also got some advice for Sean. Wait, what did I do last week? So you said that uh, you were talking about dickhead club supporters, I think, or just yeah. like teams that have uh, yeah dickhead supporter base. And Sam has put together a list. Richmond, Farrell. I'm sorry, Tom. Port Adelaide fans are just as bad, maybe worse than normal Adelaide fans. Ooh, I've never experienced that, but I'm prepared to accept that. Collingwood, pigs. Carlton, <laughs> Carlton as well. The yes. most bitter, disgusting bunch. And West Coast booed Adam Goods. Anyway, enough of that. Carno, the way you park at the Gabber is you go into one of the car parks or green spaces around the get- ground and pay the person 10 to 20 bucks. I am not aware of there being any car parks around the Gabber. This is fresh news to me. That's good to know, and I respect that information. That's Thank funny. you, Sam. It's also That feels like a secret, secret knowledge because like you got to yeah. pay the person. Got to park in a green space. Green space, like where? At Ten to twenty dollars. I'm going to have to follow up on this. This is good. This is good intel. Next email. This is from a friend of the show, James. Dear Holy Trinity Seekers, <laughs> go on this way. Tonight I am off to the football to see my beloved dogs. I haven't seen them in the flesh since flying back last minute to score tickets to the 2016 Grand Final. This is Ooh. five years. In the making. That's a pretty good game to make it to. Just I quietly. haven't been this excited in forever. I'm like a child at Christmas. <laughs> I've missed this like nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> How good's footy? It's fucking amazing. Hugs. Canberra James. Formerly Jakarta James. Uh, <laughs> JJ. And then, not only is Canberra James, he's back, but also follow-up email. Oh, oh, oh double banger. It's good to have a double banger. <laughs> It's welcomed me back into the inbox. We haven't de- delved deep in a while, but here we are. James, it's so fucking good to be back. Calm the dogs. God, I love football. Canberra James. That's he hasn't right. included the formerly Jakarta James. Nah, Identity's done. Canberra James. Oh, man, it's good to hear from you. It's I. This is what How Good Footy is about. He's getting back to the footy and how good it feels to be back at a fucking game of footy. Yeah. It's been so good. That's great. And this is a good way to end the episode. And this is subject to this is couple of stories. This is from Chris. Footy is all of the good. Carney, congratulations on the grand final. As a Crows fan, it was hard, but a phenomenal game to watch. Bloody well done. Oh, respect that. Well done, mate. My luscious locks haven't felt this heavy since 2017. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. Although he's had, he had a good run yes. in a few years there. I binged all your episodes over the last couple of months. It's been brilliant hearing some of your predictions, knowing what was coming. I kept thinking, don't worry, lads, he's resigning. 
<laughs> Couple of stories for you boys. I work in disability support and I was working with a young Pies fan with autism. He took things very literally. He was given the chance to go see his beloved Pies live, but flatly, but flatly refused. It took a bit of digging into why before I got an answer. He'd heard many stories about how Collingwood fans were toothless ferals, and he believed every Collingwood fan apart from him was like that, and he didn't want to be anywhere near them. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's, that's the best. But I hope that he ends up with the footy. That isn't in the email. I'm just... I'm saying this. No, I hope he went too. Yeah. And then he realized that only 80% of the <laughs> and I, I should change teams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Welcome to Brisbane. Chris was also listening to us explain why Wayne Carey is a cunt. While driving around with what I thought was a sleeping four-year-old in the car until I heard, <laughs> Dad, those boys say too many naughty words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. And I replied, sorry, buddy. In this case, they're using the right amount of naughty words. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, blokes. Keep spreading the footy love, Chris. And thank you for the email, Chris. And Tom, if anyone else wants to email us, where can they find us? You can find us at HowGoodsFooty at gmail.com or uh, on Twitter, we're at HowGoodsFooty. Um, or individually, I'm at Orchid Trade. I'm a Carney from 55. And I'm at Douche13. And if you are a Carlton supporter this week, get fucked! Boys, one more thing to say. Oh, yes. what? Just on the pledge. Yes. Whoa. Shave. Yes. Oh, yes. Three Lions people yep. contacted the show at various stages. Yes. Naki. Yep. Kyle. And Special K. Yes. Oh, please explain. We're waiting to hear. Inbox is well and truly open, ready it's for open. an explanation. Or... More importantly, some pictures. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm going to come find you and I'm going to shave it off. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How good, Woody? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.